You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. This new moon in Aquarius and social media and the internet. I feel like so many people have told me I have the ick towards social media right now. And just it just feels wrong. And I love social media. It's how I met you guys. I mean, does the podcast count as social media, though? Does it? But at the same time, I'm like, I recognize where it's going and how it feels. And it's like, wait... AI and filters and bots are taking the humanity out of social media. They're taking the social out of media. And I feel like you guys have heard me say this so many times in the Pluto in Aquarius episodes, but I feel like it's been right in front of our face, but we just are so, our behaviors are so modified by it that on such a subconscious level that we're failing to recognize it. And like, I I look in the mirror, I think like, well, Steph, you you get on your podcast and you talk about behavior modification and being addicted to social media in an unhealthy way and how you should limit screen time, yada, yada, yada. But I still do it. I still do it when I'm sitting in the bathroom. (laughs) I'm a human too, but I'll stop and go, why? What am I doing? And even when I'm going through my search feed and the suggestion post, I'm like, what am I, why? I know this is going to make me feel just weird. It's literally like a drug that you can't turn down. And it's this new drug that, you know, we have self-control with sugar, with fried processed foods. We can tell ourselves, hey, if I eat too much ice cream, I'm going to get the shits or my stomach is going to hurt. I really don't want to feel that because I have an event to go to tonight and I don't want to have to run to the restroom. So, yeah, I'm going to give that up. Like, we understand it. Humans have evolved now to understand don't overindulge on things on drugs. Don't do meth because it'll just be a, a mess in your life. But we don't know, you know, what social media does. We're still in the testing phase. <laughs> Guys, I guess our souls raised their hands and said, we sign up as tribute to be lab rats to see what this new age of technology does to us. And here we are. But... <laughs> Hi guys. Welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. I'm your host and astrologer, Stephanie Powers. If you want to get your birth chart privately read by me, go to lightworkers-lounge.com. Click on birth chart readings. Here's a rule of thumb with how I do things over there. If you know your sun, moon, and rising sign and what they mean, click on the advanced reading. We need to go even deeper. If you only know your sun sign and you still don't even know much about what it means to be an Aquarius or what it means to be a Gemini or a Libra, then click on the basic birth chart reading and don't get overwhelmed. I have a knack for breaking it down to the beginner. But go there, invest in a private reading so you can take notes. I always record my readings to send to you right after to watch as many times as you would like because it is. It's learning a second language. It's not easy, but it's cool, right? Especially once you get it, you can't stop speaking it. So go to lightworkers-lounge.com, click on birth chart readings, and let's do this. Welcome, new moon in Aquarius. The sky will go dark. We will experience a new moon in the constellation Aquarius at 20 degrees. 
If you are blessed enough to know your rising sign, go take a look at what area of life, what house is ruled by Aquarius in your chart to see where the garden of life is very fertile. It's been tilled, it's been fed, it is just sitting there in its garden box waiting for you who holds the packet of seeds to come on over and plant them. Put them two inches in the ground and cover them with soil and gently pat them and look at them with admiration and pride, looking at the work you've done in that garden bed of life and say, okay, I hereby promise to come to this specific garden bed. You get 12 garden beds in the garden of life, the 12 houses. You keeping up with my analogy? And this one I'm going to feed every three weeks because it needs water and food at that time. And then six months from now, and we'll get into this. You should see sprouts. Look to the area of your chart ruled by Aquarius. This is ready for you to plant seed of your wildest, weirdest dreams. So Aquarius rules social reform. The Aquarians are the humanitarians of the Zodiac. These are the people who love humanitarian causes. And, you know, there's so many things that we cover. I get told all the time by people close to me, use your platform to talk about this. Use your platform to talk about that. It is your responsibility as someone with a platform to talk about this. And I say, you're not wrong. I recognize the human in you that is so passionate about this specific humanitarian cause, but there is no humanly possible way that I can use my voice and my platform to go over every single humanitarian cause because it would no longer be my platform. It would be everybody else's. And as a result, I would lose said platform and not have a voice. So we're going to talk about the Aquarius new moon in a way of putting the humanness back into the world. I feel like a lot of people have been searching for their tribe since Saturn moved into Aquarius in 2020. Have you noticed that? Have you been seeing people, maybe even yourself, saying, let's buy land and we can have 10 families live together and we're going to come up with our own rules. We're going to come up with our own financial system. We're not going to pay taxes. We're going to be sovereign. I've been learning about what that word means. We're going to be sovereign. Screw the government. Screw screw America. Screw, screw humanity and communities. We're doomed. Let's all get like-minded people who like to live off the land and worship the sun, moon, and stars and bathe in the sun in the morning and do ice plunges and let's all live together on a plot of land and see how that goes. Let's all follow this spiritual practice. Let's all dance and beat drums under a full moon, or let's all follow God. Let's go back to God and Jesus Christ, amen, and go back to that constructed religion and, and just all live together in a commune. Surely that'll bring us the utopia we dream of, right? But people do this only to find out that the forces of greed, power, and self-interest especially, will always supersede the need for community. I cannot tell you guys how many people have written to me saying, Steph, I had to give your podcast up. I had to, I had to give everything up, not just yours, but every spiritual person I followed, I had to stop because I was overwhelmed. And then they had some 
very negative experiences, spending a lot of money going on retreats, only to realize that the people they followed on the internet and met in person had strong self-interest, that they were doing what they were doing to gain more self-interest. And this is not to talk shit about other people who have done this. A lot of people don't even recognize and realize that what they're doing and what they're teaching stems from a place of self-interest. It is always so important, no matter what you're doing in life, your passion, your purpose, your job, or your career, to say, what is my why? I always teach, and myself included, if you want to bring value to the world, and if you want to make money, because guys, we all need money. We love money. Money is amazing. We all want to be very financially secure, most of us listening to this, because we want to give it away, because we want to make said communities where we can have strong impact, and we recognize that money creates power, and if we use power not in the name of self-interest. It can create that utopia we all dream of as one human community. No matter your religion, no matter your spiritual beliefs, we all have that, right? But if we don't stop and ask ourselves, what is my why? Okay, here's my why. Well, am I doing this for myself? Does what I'm doing benefit anybody else? Going back to the intro of the podcast where I talked about like Social media and what it is doing to us has been under our nose. Think of the words. Think of the words. Influencers. Influence. (laughs) People who influence you to do things. I don't know about you, but when I read charts of everyone from 13-year-olds who had to have their parents sitting on the call to 89-year-olds, I think it was even 93 might have been my oldest, we are all on this never-ending search to find ourselves. And through the blessing that is my career as an astrologer, I've learned to see we never find ourselves. <laughs> Fuck. I don't think, guys, I don't think we ever reach a place that this utopia that, okay, we, we're really diving Aquarius deep now. Who instilled the idea in us that we reach a point in our lives where we're chasing the carrot and we get it? Who instilled the belief in the idea and the notion in us that we have a purpose? And once we reach the purpose, we are satisfied. We're happy. We're perfect. Everything is good. And we feel good every single day. And when people die, we don't cry. And when animals die, we don't grieve. And we always feel fit and happy and good in our bodies. <laughs> once, once we find ourselves, it's perfect. Everything's perfect. Ah, yes, this is what I was made to do. <laughs> and, you know, there are people who say, I was born and I knew I wanted to be an astronaut and here I am at 18 years old interning at NASA and I'm going for the gold. I do believe in that. I do believe there are some souls who like, oh, I have a purpose, but they do it. And then I'm sure there are so many unlived lives that they too grieve because maybe when you're born with a purpose and you're blessed and lucky enough to have a family or a support system that encourages it and you find it, like there's always something missing. There's always an unlived life that you have to accept. And what are you going to do about it? (laughs) What do you do? I think a lot of us have been craving a different community desperately because we're trying to escape the communities we were born into. We got hurt. We 
felt the weight of the generational curses that we were born bearing and we just wanted to escape and we found our tribe and our spiritual community and we thought well surely if someone's religious or spiritual and connected to earth and nature surely they won't fuck up surely they won't be woo-woo or weird. Surely they'll have their feet on the ground, head in the stars, and be able to work with the seasons and nature and astrology and spirituality and pray to the sun and the moon, but still be able to sit with me and do our taxes and get an LLC and respect government, respect authority and the law and rules that were established with good in mind, right? Hmm. You know... I think everything that is in place right now from government to law to medicine, I think it was all done with good intentions, but bad people have made it what it is. And I don't think anyone is inherently born bad. I know that could be a whole discussion. But I think along the lines, people are born into families where they don't feel like their self-interest is ever put first. They're born into broken families whose the parents' self-interest were never put first. And nobody knows how to fix it. They just know it's a feeling and it's real and it's there. And so round and round we go, right? The pattern continuously repeats until these wounded children that don't feel like their self's interests were ever acknowledged get into the real world and get a little power as an adult, freedom in America, and they start to take advantage of it. And they don't feel bad for what they do because they're like, well, no one gave a shit about me. I was punished. I was yelled at. I was spit on. I was so I lack empathy now because it's the world teaches you that it's dog eat dog at the end of the day. And so it's just grown and gotten worse and worse. And then our media perpetuates this feeling of there are the haves and the have nots. And then if you have money, fame, wealth, then you are going to do amazing things, not realizing that it's not always the case. And so then we crave these communities, these spiritual, religious, natural eccentric communities where we think, well, surely if I go and just pave the, uh, a new way for communities to be and I ignore all of the things that have been put in place for centuries, everything will be good, right? But then you get there and you're like, shit, what have I done? Because I'm finding myself facing the same exact problems that left behind in suburba, suburbia, wherever I came from. I'm finding the same triggers that come up when I go home for Thanksgiving to see my family are now coming up in this very beautiful community. It's in a really great pace. And I love living amongst nature. But then people don't realize that this shit's real. I mean, it's the internet has totally glamorized it. I'm thinking of van life. You guys know JL and I did, we fell victim to that, but also I, I've wanted, I'm a Sag, I've wanted to just travel around and never have roots. So there's my excuse and I love it. I'd still do it. But at the same time, when you do something like van life, for example, you don't realize that you got to empty out your own poo-poo and pee-pee. If, 
<laughs> like every week or so or more. And that is so not sexy when your partner sees your poop being flushed out of a black tank water. Um, you have to fill up propane. You have to find water. Like it is <laughs> throwing yourself. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, everybody made it look so glamorous. Like these Instagram videos of waking up in the Sierra mountains to a hot cup of coffee. Like, nah, the coffee is burnt and because it was all you could find. And the water tastes disgusting because you had to hook up to the side of a church that you hope would mind that you stole some of their water and fill up your van and it's like oh no I so miss the modern amenities of life and then you fall victim to these spiritual gurus and communities on social media and you're like I'm going there because those are my people they get me and then you get there and you're like wait these people are fucking whack (laughs) holy shit these people are lost in the sauce whoa, this is a little too dramatic for me. I have a personal belief, and I know this might trigger some people, but again, it is just my personal belief, and I respect yours. If anybody swings super passionately from being very organized religion, like Christian, Catholic, Muslim, Mormon, if they go extreme over there to extreme spirituality... It's a red flag and I wish them well on their journey and their luck, but I will personally not be putting my energy in that. Like it's not for me. It's it's, I feel bad for people like that because I think it's a sign of being really scared and lost in this world. And this world is really fucking scary. It's easy to get lost in it, but it's just not something my energy can handle. But it's true. We're getting lost. We're getting pulled between these polarities in a search to find that perfect community, that perfect utopia of people that love us and support us and don't judge us and just let us be us. Enter Aquarius. A lot of people have run far away from the community they were born into, but a lot of people have run far far away from faith because they're fed up with humanity. They can't stand seeing people buy Stanley cups. They can't stand the long line at Starbucks and Chick-fil-A. They can't stand the consumerism of American holidays. They're done without realizing that you can find humanness in everything. You can accept that some people love consumerism, and that's them. It's okay that you don't. You can still be friends with someone who is materialistic. Who knows? Maybe you living your best life will teach them. I always think of when I was a holistic health coach, and I was straddling the fence of being paleo and vegan. I love both. I think they're both amazing diets. I would never tell anybody what they should or shouldn't do with their diet. My gosh. Um, But... I would, you know, post things on social media about veganism, about the paleo carnivore diet. And I would see people just fight neck and neck. And I thought, you know, if you really want to get someone to be a vegan, let's use that. It's just a clear example. Don't teach them about all the ways that vegan is the best. And if you eat meat, you're killing the world and you're evil. Live your best life. Post pictures of how healthy and vibrant and happy you are. That is what modifies behavior, influencers. Influence people by posting how happy and healthy you are, not how what they're eating with their family every night is wrong. 
You see how that's here? Love always your Scorpio moon girl teaching you how to manipulate. <laughs> You're welcome. But that's how you do it. Right? There's a war going on in Russia versus Ukraine. I ask you this. Is it human to pick a side? War is just wrong, right? It's just wrong. Nobody likes it. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody agrees with it. So if you pick a side, if you say there's a bad guy and there's a good guy, that's not very community-oriented, right? Like, where is the humanness? That was inspired. I say this because it was inspired by reading an article by Astro Butterfly. I, I don't even know who it is. They, they're nameless, but I love that for them. AstroButterfly.com. Go check out their astrology. Sign up for their newsletter. Can't recommend it enough. They are one of the best astrology groups out there, in my opinion. But it was inspired by that. Like, is it human to pick a side in war? Like, I don't know about you guys, but here in America, we're all like, save Ukraine, send money to Ukraine. But there's a rumor going around that there's going to be an interview with Putin. And of course, our initial response here in America, because of what we're fed in the media, is like, oh, God, ah, ew, bad. But is it? We, we don't know the other side to a story. We just see war and we say wrong. Please don't send me political emails. Don't talk to me about politics, war. No, 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 not doing that. It was just a high mileage question to think, to get, this is Aquarius, new moon energy. Just think. Take something that you think you're sure of and challenge yourself. That's how you harness this Aquarius energy. You know, I used to be there too. I used to think, oh, forget America, I'm out. I'm going to a new country. I'm starting over. I'm going to get free health insurance. I'm going to live on the land. I've been there, guys. But you carry what you see and feel with you everywhere you go. If there is a problem where you're at, you're going to be faced with a new problem where you go. Oh, don't, don't shoot the messenger. But it's true. You guys know. Whenever we book, you book a birth chart reading with me, you're like, all right, where in the world is Steffi San Diego? The background of my Zoom calls always changes. I'm always moving around. And take it from me. Some places you will feel amazing in, but other places you will count the days until you leave. But one thing is for sure is that every single place, job, relationship, friendship always has its highs and its lows. It's good and it's bad. It's negative, it's positive. And you've got to learn how to make a home anywhere, how to have a home in yourself that is unshakable so no relationship can stir it. That is Aquarian energy. Being a unique individual that's in love with yourself, that feels at home in yourself so you can carry that energy into wherever you go. Any situation can be turned in your favor. You can create that utopian community anywhere you are. No matter if it's cliche suburban America, no matter if it's a job that's a nine to five, it doesn't matter if you create the uniqueness that's within you in the outer world, you're set, man. You're good. So what if you live in a cliche cookie cutter neighborhood? Be an Aquarius. Tap into it. We all have all 12 signs in us. Tap into your Aquarius and turn your entire backyard into a garden. Tell you, go fight the HOA and say, I'm doing it. 
There you go. There's your utopian community. And as a result, this is so Aquarius, you may find that everyone else in your neighborhood that was afraid to stand up to HOA and say, yeah, we want to grow our own food. But HOA said, no, must look prim and proper. I once lived in a neighborhood in South Carolina that was right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, that literally would give you a ticket, like a $25 ticket, if you had muddy shoes on your porch. (laughs) Woo! They were not looking my car. But... Fight the power. Change what's what's normal into what's weird. Make what's weird normal. This is Aquarius new moon energy. And again, to really harness and hone in on what area of your personal life that you are ready to change, that you are ready to say, okay, this was my normal, but I am ready for it to be weird. I'm ready for shit to get weird and different and unique. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. Book a reading with me or go look at your chart and see the aspects to it. Look at it all. Oh, I love Aquarian energy. So, new moon in Aquarius energy asks us to recognize that there's no good. There's no bad. There's just us. One human existence floating on a rock trying to figure it out. You would think I was Aquarius sun, moon rising with the things I say on this podcast and the things I think by myself. I'm always like, do people not realize that we're floating on a rock and that there's probably a million other earths with people like us on it? And it's just like, do people not realize that death is a real thing? (laughs) Like it's happening? Why Why do we care so much? I don't know. Forgive people. Let go of situations because we're all human. Let go, remove yourself from situations because we're all human. Aquarius disempowered is someone who complains but never does anything about it. Who do you know who may be in a disempowered Aquarius soup that complains, 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 but never does anything about it? but never says, okay, I complain because my community doesn't have a farmer's market and all they're all unhealthy. They just go to the store and buy sugar and processed foods. Okay, well, why don't you start it? What's stopping you from making a phone call and calling the town and saying, hey, I'd like to start a farmer's market. And even if it's just you selling homemade cookies (laughs) with natural unbleached cane sugar in them, like what's stopping you? Think about that under this Aquarius new moon. Think about the things about humanity and the collective and the community that you complain about because we all do and ask yourself, why aren't I doing anything about it? Why? What's stopping me? Well, I feel like I don't know where to start. Well, ask. Ask your neighbor. One of my favorite apps that I find myself addicted to is called Nextdoor. This is the app I mentioned that I should get them to sponsor the show, huh? Maybe maybe I'll reach out to them. Hey, throw an ad in here because I need some money because I'm going to use it for the collective. But it's called Nextdoor, and it's so awesome to just post like, hey, found this cat on my back porch. Is it anyone's? Oh, that's mine over here on 6th Street. Can I come get it? It's awesome. It's so Aquarius-oriented, but... If you want to start something in your community and you don't know where to begin, download the Nextdoor app, put your address in, and get to know your neighbors through an app. It's amazing. Aquarius Empowered focuses on the community within themselves, the good, the bad, the ugly parts of themselves. You know, we all love doing self-improvement work, right? We love it. If you're here, I know you love it. That's why you're listening. 
That's why you love astrology. Always want to discover new parts of yourself. Forgive some parts of yourself and learn how to harness the dark parts of yourself and learn how to courageously pursue the amazing, passionate parts of yourself. That's your birth chart. And Aquarius Empowered focuses on the wild community that is the birth chart within themselves. You know, there's... I think of like social media and I think of people who see something that triggers them and get so mad and leave all these comments. I think about, wow, in the time they took to get triggered and then to use their thumbs to pop, 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 pop this long comment and then to actually think I'm going to hit post and then my internet slows. So I'm going to wait to make sure it posts. Ah, there I go. Post three seconds ago. It's up. What you could have done in that one to five minute time span to direct your energy back into you is amazing. And I think in the time you could have yelled at someone saying, you purchased a dog from a breeder. Do you know how many are dying in a shelter in Texas today? Just ask this girl, Steph. She's a pro on stray dogs in Texas. You're evil. You could have went to your local shelter's website and hit your PayPal link and donated $25 to their Amazon account to help them buy food. This is Aquarius energy, right? The disempowered Aquarius is leaving that nasty comment. The empowered Aquarius says, okay, that triggered me. I can't believe so many people still buy fucking pit bulls from breeders. Okay, you know what? No, no, no. I'm going to go fight the power. I'm going to go donate money to a pit bull rescue. That is empowered Aquarian energy. Now, I usually want to keep things basic and just talk about the placements, but there's an interesting aspect to this new moon. It's Uranus. Did you catch last episode from two days ago? Uranus is squaring this moon. There is a lot of sudden energy. So there's tension. There's lightning bolts of new information, new things happening. Pay very close attention to your dreams under this moon. I know normally the full moons are what illuminate the subconscious to have the wild and wacky dreams, but... Our nervous systems are shot. <laughs> Watch out for caffeine. Watch out for being really addicted to the scroll, scroll, scroll. Our nervous systems are craving stimulation under this Aquarius new moon. So I'm going to suggest you check out The Social Dilemma. It came out in 2020, I think. But go check that out on Netflix, and that's all I'll say. <sighs> Do you feel like adrenal fatigue under this new moon, like wired and tired. Salt, eat a lot of salt. This can calm your nervous system. Um, circulation, do some jumping jacks in between sitting for work or just sitting. Pay close attention to your ankles. Aquarius rules this part of the body. If you're going for a run or a hike, put some ankle weights on it for support. Turn Wi-Fi off. Turn your phone off today, tomorrow, even the next day to just give that nervous system a break. What's beautiful about this new moon in Aquarius is that it's the very first new moon of the Pluto in Aquarius transit. That's special. That's unique. That's like the first sunrise of the rest of our life. I love it. So you guys know this is my favorite thing to do on new and full moons to just see like an assessment and report an astrology report card to see how well I'm working with or if I'm going against the stars. I want you to write a note to your future self and I want you to have it set pop up whether you need to use your 
Alexa. I don't want her to hear me. Alexa. Or I like to use on my iPhone my reminders. I'm, I'll write a long note to myself on my reminders to have it pop up six months from now when we can possibly see the culmination. The seeds sprout from the intentions we're setting today, February 9th, 2024. Set the reminder for August 19th, 2024 to pop up and see where you were at, where your heart, mind, body, soul, write about your physical body. How's it feeling? Are you feeling a little overweight? Are you feeling like you need to put on some weight? Do you have stomach issues or do you feel amazing? Talk about your soul. What does your soul feel? Does it feel anxious? Does it feel tired? Does it feel lit up and excited for what's to come? And have it pop up on the 19th so you can see the progress you did or didn't make. Who do you hope you're around this August? Think about August here in the United States. It'll be the height of summer. It's going to be hot. Who do you hope you're spending summer nights with? It can be romantically. It can be friendships. Who do you hope you're sitting around a bonfire at the beach or in a cabin in the woods? Who do you hope you're sitting around talking to? What are you glad? What are you glad that you allowed to change? A lot of us like to resist change because it represents the unknown, but change can be looked at in one of two ways. It can be looked at as a death and sad and scary, or it can be looked at as a birth, exciting, an announcement. Oh, what's to come? And then the final question of this Aquarius new moon is, what do you need to break free from in order to embrace a brand new you? The weird, wacky, eccentric, no one that I'm around calls me weird. They love everything I have to say, that version of you. What do you need to break free from, whether it's a job, location, a person, a relationship, a friendship, to go be the most authentic you that you can be? Go find it. Let me know. Book a birth chart reading at lightworkers-lounge.com. I would love to see you, Aquarians. Don't forget, you get 15% off. Yep, we bumped it up from 10 to 15 when it is your birthday season. You get 15% off any reading you want. Don't miss it because Pisces season will be here before we know it and it'll be their turn to get the abundance. Go check it out at lightworkers-lounge.com and use code birthday, my Aquarians. I love you guys. Happy Aquarius new moon. This is set to be a moment in time that a lot of us will probably never forget. Roll with the punches. Surprises can be fun. Even if they're shocking at first, in hindsight, don't we always see why something shockingly had to be revealed? And this can also be amazing news. Amazing news coming to you. So roll with this energy. Take care of your nervous system. Turn your router off. You better not have that in your room. And I love you guys. I'll see you next episode. Bye.